night, on a weekday night, for coming out. The truth is that I I came with a group, we came with a chevra together to a wedding, and I really want to spend time with everybody. I really wanted to come in. We'll spend an hour with Yosef, with Chayim, with Chayim, with the Shmuel, with with everybody here. To spend time with the Slavic family. That's really what I wanted to do. The rice, so I'm driving back to Yeshiva. Tomorrow is a morning of Yeshiva. So instead, we decided, together with the Shmal Mishpacha, that let's make a gathering and let's get together and talk to very Torah. Together, that's what we'll do. I have found, today I spoke to a Bachelor at Yisrael. And I asked him, when I ask every guy in Eretz Yisrael, and I find myself naturally, my own children, and the guy is asking, who is your Rebbe? You don't have a long time to speak on the phone, and let's get down to it. Who's your Rebbe, and who's your friend? Who's the friend that you're going through the journey with? That it has to be a person as a chaver, as a friend, that you're talking, you're expressing, your. who is the friend? And that's when I'm like, Boil down the guys in there to swear. Who's he? I want to hear a rebbe. If a bachar says a rebbe, I go. If he's wishy-washy, who's your rebbe? I'm concerned. If he's wishy-washy, who's your friend? I'm concerned. Who's your chaver? You have a chaver. You're talking to. You're going through the journey with. Him. So I want to say about this house that this is the house of a friend. Uh, thank you so much. I was Zaych in Eretz Yisrael. Dov and I are very, very close friends. And I was Zaych and we learned together. We were together in camp in the summer as Bachar. We were together in camp. And we've remained, Baruch Hashem, very, very close friends for many, many years. Since we're teenagers, we were Zaych to be in Heller together and then in Eretz Yisrael together. And he's a Chavar in the truest sense. Somebody who's, since I know him, a growing person. Somebody who's always interested in Mivakish and adding and growing. Well, I'm not supposed to be introducing you. I want to say that for years, Dov has been a a real, real, real friend, and he's somebody through all the different situations of life. There are, we all have our challenges, we all have different situations. <clears throat> and through everything, as a Ben Ali, as a growing person, real, authentically, as a growing person. And just an honor to consider him a friend, an honor to be friends. The simcha that I have, Dov and Jenny are building this beautiful new home and just came back from Eretz Yisrael together. And I want to thank them for hosting this, this matzah, this learning together. And they should be zeichel to have a beautiful, beautiful home. I met, I met. Jenny on the streets of Cedarhurst, we met we met at a street corner, right? Right across from Readers Island. <laughs> but um but really they should just have tremendous mazel and bracha in this Amen. precious home. Amen. The Shmel Mishpacha was willing to, wanted a host and just to, to pull us all together. They're a family, tremendous loyal family to the yeshiva and what the yeshiva stands for. And I want to learn something tonight together. We have a half hour together. I wanted to ban, I want to talk about Chanukah, but I want to ban on a specific point that I think has to be spoken today. All of us are, know what's going on in the world. The walls of the ghetto have fallen down profoundly. People have access, and I just mean simply, is we all have access to the outside world. 
in tremendous amounts in our pockets, in our friends' pockets, which affect us, our children, our friends. It affects us all. And there's so many things drawing people's attention. And it's obvious more than ever. It's obvious to anybody living today, which we all are living today, that our Yiddishkeit has to be fire. It just has to be powerful and fiery. To say it, to say it simply, we have to have a connection, an emotional, powerful bond with Yiddishkeit. When the bus rolls up to Yeshiva, I want a guy to know, first of all, that it's possible, and then to do it, that you can be in love with Yiddishkeit in a profound way, emotionally, intellectually, that, you, that, that it means something to you, that Yiddishkeit resonates, and we all need this, every one of us. And on, on the way, Yabachar asked in the car, an intelligent guy, he started saying, what's your favorite mitzvah? I'm asking around of Johnny, but what's your favorite? We had a long trip to Baltimore. And Johnny's always, what's your favorite mitzvah? It's a yid has to have a favorite mitzvah. It's Pashid and Yadus. A yid has to have a mitzvah that fires him up. This is Dvarim Shudim. There was Shainim that speak about this. A yid should have a favorite mesechta. A yid should have a favorite mitzvah. A yid should have psukim and chazal that light their soul. We daven saying Chalkeinu b'Sarasecha. When we daven for Beis Hamikdash, the end of Shemad Esther, it's like the final words. Almost strangely, in the middle of a prayer for Beis Hamikdash, we say saying Chalkeinu b'Sarasecha. Give us our chelak and Torah. Doesn't even belong there with that. With davening Shiyavane Beis Hamikdash, Sham Navadcha Biyera, and in the middle of in the middle of a prayer for Beis Hamikdash. We pray for Saint Chalkenu, give me my chalak and Torah. And Beis Hamikdash means a personal connection to Hashem. That's what Beis Hamikdash means, a personal connection to Hashem. And Saint Chalkenu B'Sarasecha means I have my chalak and Torah. The Torah that resonates by me, the Torah that connects to me, I have my chalak and Torah. We're about to come to a Chag in a few days, to a Chag called Chanukah. We must study Torah that we can hug, that we can kiss, that we can, that Chanukah means something, and look for it. And what works for me will be different for you, and for you, we're all different people. But study, look, search for Torah that, that resonates by you. All Torah is precious. Well, you know, you know those people, a certain, the, the guys here will laugh, and every base medrash, you could do like a stereotype, base medrash stereotype. There's a certain kind of guy who has those yellow markers. You can pick him out. He always has tissues, like a box of tissues in his pocket. You know that type of guy. In the base medrash, there's a stereotype of a certain personality. He's always the on-time guy. <laughs> you know you can go over to him if you want to borrow a pen. You look around, any man here learns in the base mesh, you find him, you see the tissues in the pocket, you, can, you know what I'm talking about, Dr. Stubman. You know, and you ask that guy always, that's the guy, if you want a pen or a tissue, you ask him. That guy always, somewhere in that pocket that has worlds of stuff, he always has a yellow marker. Now the yellow marker is to highlight the things that he's excited when he learns. All of us, the, the, the guys like me always are shucks, I don't have a yellow marker. I'm always like feeling, and when he sits near you, you like always wish you had the yellow marker. You know what I'm talking about though. Lemaise, you don't have one, 
But when all of us learn Tyra, we're supposed to have a yellow marker. Because there's something that resonates, and you always should ask yourself, what would I underline? What would my yellow marker, what would it underline here? And that's, that's a very important question. <clears throat> I'll give you an example, then I want to get to Hanukkah. I have a grandmother, my Oma was very important in my life. A wonderful person. She's in Eilum Abad today, a wonderful lady. Her Amuna, Dov knew her. I believe Dov met her. You met my Oma? You met her different than my parents' house. My Oma was a special lady. She was a Mayan. She believed in Hashem. She was very close. Hashem was her best friend. The Urbishter, as she called him. You thanked Oma, she pointed up Urbishter. Hashem. Very close to Hashem, a quiet lady, not many words. Very powerful impact. And she had a very unusual relationship to money. Very unusual. She did not like money. It's not normal. She, her whole family were killed by the Nazis in Mashimam. They grew up very wealthy. And she felt that, that maybe they didn't get out. Money was a cause. And her, her family were wonderful people and they were killed. They were killed, and, they, and she had a disdain, I can say a disdain, very unusual relationship to mother. I've never seen another person from her experiences. Now, money's important. Money's very old. We daven for parnas, and money's a very, is a gift. Connects to Hanukkah, Pach, and Ketan, and money's tzaddikim. She cared, she was careful with money. She didn't have, she had an unusual relationship to money. I read the parsha this week, that Yaakov Avinu gives his money to Esav. Take my money, don't touch me. And when it says he sent the money to Esav, it says, min biyadai. It doesn't say his possessions, the most unusual language God uses in the title. <laughs> that which was in his hands. He parted with his money. It doesn't say, it's not the normal way of saying your possessions. That which came into your hand. You own it, that which is yours. It calls it Babi Yadai. Now that's a fascinating way of view of money. The Chayv Salvava speaks about that, that our money is a Pekadim, it's put by us, we can take what we need for what we need, Shem allows us, and the rest is the decision how to use it, where to put it. It's an amazing view of money. And God calls Yaakov's money Babi Yadai, only came into his hands, I'm like holding it. Fascinating, amazing way to view money. But it, it struck me, I almost started crying when I read that Pasuk. And I only noticed it because of my Oma. That money, give it away to Esau. Save your life. Don't, don't, don't let your money be that which caused no, I part with it. It's Babiyada. It's just meant to give away. It's not meant, it's only meant as a Pakadu. I was so moved by that Pasuk. My grandmother was there. I learned the Pasuk with my Oma. We have to learn tire that way. You have to learn Torah. Bring yourself to your learning experience. Let Hashem talk to you. We have so many, we look for different terms. What our Torah talks to you and tells you something and you connect. You have a chelik and Torah. Every year has a chelik and Torah. Today's day and age, we're not, there's too many dangers, too many things pulling. If somebody is very not passionate about Yiddishkeit, very not attached, intellectually and emotionally, very not drawn. It's called das. The word das, a very important word. Chachma's information. Das, I would like to translate as emotional reality. 
You don't just know it up here. It's like, ah, oh, it's like delicious. It's delightful. Das. That's what we're shooting for in our learning, in our Yiddishkeit, in our performance of Torah Mitzvahs. If we're attached to Yiddishkeit, all the nonsense that draws attention, all the other things that say, come here, I'm attached to something. I bonded, I have a deep, powerful bond to something. All of us have to form to Yiddishkeit a powerful bond through finding a mitzvah that resonates by us. We keep all of Hashem's commands, but we have a mitzvah that I'm like attached to. Avi Per came to Yeshiva. He spoke about tzitzis. I lost my mind. A girl came to my house two nights ago. She's, girls come to meet my wife to find the shidduch. And I heard my wife say, Avi Per said, okay, I want to tell you a word from him. You get a call, Avi? She, that word like won her over. <laughs> okay, embarrassed, I'm sorry. <laughs> The word, Avi spoke about tzitzis. I'm not going to talk about it right now that like attached me to them. He spoke about tzitzis. I'll say that I have to. I'm going to say quickly what he said. <laughs> Avi said about tzitzis. He pointed out you get dressed in the morning. Avi dresses well. You wear a sh your, your shirt. You're thinking which shirt? You go through your closet. Which one should I wear? Pants. Which pants? Which shoes should I wear? Decisions. Avi dresses funky, gishmat. And daily you think what? what and then my tzitzis go on with no thought. And he said, I felt badly about it. All my other garments, so much thought, and the tzitzis thoughtless, isn't that terrible? And then he started thinking about tzitzis and what he said. Beged means garment, it also means treachery. Begidah's treachery. Why is clothing treacherous? Because clothing is what you're portraying, not who you are. It's what you're showing to others. There's a treachery to clothing. I joke with the guys before we got out of my van, everybody tuck in. As I repeat them, we're representing the Yeshiva. <laughs> we're a place of premius. We're a place of premius. Beget is treachery because it's what you're portraying, not who you are. What you want to show to somebody else, not your essence. And he said that all my garments, I'm thinking, should I, should I portray this, this, or this? At the corner means the tachlis, past. Past all your begidahs put a mitzvah. The corner puts it as, remember past everything you portray who you are as an Eved Hashem. Loyal is to God. That's the tzitzis at the corner of the begid. Past all your portrayals, past all what your persona, tzitzis. Remember what you are to Hashem, loyal is to Hashem. That's the tzitzis. And he said that Chazal say that somebody was on, a Talmud of the key was on the way to do Navera, and the tzitzah smacked him in his eyes, said Abi brilliantly, that it means the person chat, that passed all my personas, what I am, is an Ebed Hashem. It's like a flirt that all of a sudden your tzitzah, he said all of a sudden the quiet begging of tzitzah, I like that, I don't think about that. The other things I have to analyze, do I want to portray this or that, my tzitzah just go on. Because it's just what I am. There's no question. There's no decisions. There's no this, this, this. What I am. All the other begotten. Okay, what do I want to give over today? How do I want to portray myself? The tzitzis are just who I am. So I want to learn Hanukkah with everybody. I want to share two Hanukkah thoughts that maybe, and, and what, what makes me attached to the yacht, it might make you, might not. But I'm asking that to, to, to prepare, get the halachis, learn the law, we have to keep the law. 
and then learn some, read something, hear something on the Chag that attaches you to it. And all of a sudden, the Chag is not, you're, you're emotionally, intellectually attached to the Chag. So I want to share two different Torah about Chanukah that maybe will help us attach to it. The Dvar Torah number one I want to say is that Yosef HaTzadik in a couple of parishes interprets Paray's dreams. I spoke to my grandmother. When he gets out of jail, it's one of my favorite words in the whole Torah, is Paray said, I heard about you. He's languishing in jail, an Egyptian jail, no picnic. And he pulls him out and he says, I heard you now to interpret dreams. He should say, I, I, I. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm good. Like, people, when you're in danger, you make stuff up. You know how to do it. It's like Pashat. Yeah, 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 I can interpret you whatever you want. Yeah, I can do it. <laughs> if you, can you play basketball? Yeah, yeah, whatever you need. If you're the Egyptian national team needs a center, I'm in. Whatever you, whatever you need, I can do it. If you're in jail, there's your ticket out. Whatever you, you want, I can do it. A goalie, a goalie, whatever, mamish, whatever you need. I have mothers call me. We're a little full, so I have to wait a little. I'm telling you he's a great basketball player. They're usually not right. They know, they know my type is okay. He's six, six. No, no, no. Okay. But Lemaisa, Lemaisa here, Pari says, you interpret dreams. He should say, yeah, I know how to do it. And he says, Bill Adai. No, no, not me. I don't have strengths as a God. I'm loyal to Hashem. Bill Adai, it's not me. I think of my Oma, that Pasuk, that's my Oma to me. She was, when you thanked her Oma, the, we ate every Sunday, and Oma thanked her. She pointed up. Pointed up, Hashem. He gave me koiches, he gave me anything I could do. She pointed up, she meant it. Biladai, beautiful word in the Torah. But then, Yosef HaTzadik tells Parai that you should recuse yourself from running Egypt, and you have to find somebody, a Novam B'chacham, a discerning man to run the country during the years of plenty, and that man will run the economics that during the years of starvation you'll have, you'll have in Egypt, you'll have food, you'll, have, you'll be able to live. Yaisiv HaTzadik tells that to Parai, gives this advice. Parai says, Now that God taught you all this, There's nobody as smart as you. So I asked my father, what's Novam B'chacham? He says, I don't know anything. God taught me. And, yes, and Parai says, God taught you? Nobody's as smart as you. <laughs> no smartness. Hashem told him. I'm not so smart. Hashem tells me things. So I asked my tata this question. He said, did you read Rashi? I thought I did. Listen to the, what my father explained to me, Rashi. Rashi says, you said to look for a Novim B'chacham, Lainimsa Kamaycha. That looks like the Pasuk. But Rashi spoke too many words. My father explained to me, he had more time, I'd show it inside. But Rashi, my father explained to me, Parai said to Yaisib, you said to look for a Novim B'chacham. I'm disinterested in a Novim and a Chacham. You're a person who's sincere and listens to God. A Navam B'chacham Kamaycha doesn't mean there's nobody who's Navam B'chacham like you. It means a Navam B'chacham doesn't stack up to you. Why would I want discerning? Why would I want smart? I want sincere. My wife and I was Zaychet to have a rub that we asked Shailas to his name is Rishlema Gissinger. And we're like in a tizzy. We have things that we want to ask. We ask Allah, Hashkaf, advice that our life is dependent on. 
serious shyness with family, with children. And why did we, why did we trust him? Why him? We didn't live near him. And for years we trusted him. He was smart, very intelligent man. But the reason I trusted him, I saw since he was dripping with sincerity. All the chachma in the world is nothing compared to sincere. Somebody with an honest, authentic way, sincerity. A novam v'chacham kamaycha, you're saying get a brilliant guy, don't care brilliant. I don't care brilliant, Pari said. I want you. Because you're a person who's ideally Kim you're a person of God. Shem Shemayim Shagar Befiv, he was always thanking Hashem. You and I pulled you out of jail, I said, I heard you have powers. You pointed up, you did the illogical, you said, Bill Adai, it's not me. No, I don't have Koychus, I'm just, I'm just a loyalist, Hashem. That's my first introduction to Hanukkah. Yavan's glitzy, they have tremendous chachma, they produce much philosophy, Greece. Greek culture values a human being, and human beings are amazing. Human being has amazing beauty and power. But the mistake where Yavan ends, and what we drive away Yavan, and Yavan falls to the Yid, is Gibarim Biyat Chalashim, much more powerful, the person of God, the person, the honest learner of Torah, the person, the authentic, Yavan's Lashkichim Torah don't learn Torah, it's about you, your logic, your thought. All the brilliance of man is so limited. And the connection and the sincere attachment to Das Hashem, to Torah Hashem, that's infinite, an attachment to Baruch And that's Hanukkah, that's the genius and all the intellect, but, but so limited because it's, it's only the human being with all his biases, with all his frailty. And the sincere, authentic service of, servant of Hashem, who attaches to Torah and mitzvahs with sincerity, it's, it's, it's no match at all. It's, it's, it's not a fair fight. Only to shallow eyes is like like a joke to us. The mighty in the hands of the small. It's the mighty detached from God in the hands, yes, of the small that are attached to Hashem, that are sincere, that are authentic servants of Hashem. That's like, that's one word of Hanukkah, the essence of the yoyim, of a yavan against the yid. And the forces that we drove out with sincerity, authentic mesiras nefesh, people who just, we serve Hashem. And that's, that's one word I want to share in Hanukkah. I want to tell you, I was driving, we were driving up the Hever today, and I had another topic I wanted to talk about. And on the way up, I asked the guy, is there somebody, every time he speaks on a Chag, I feel like his words penetrate. And I said, Reb Berkowitz spoke today. It's not Berkowitz. Anytime I hear him and he said a maral that I heard my whole life, and he changed my life on the way up. It was like, to hear he said a knech that I, never hit me this one, I want to share it with you. Let's first share the maral. I want to ask three questions. It's late, I'm going to make this fast. Three quick questions. The three questions everybody asks. The thank you in hallow, we say hallow, we say alanisim speaks about the war. We want a war. The war of those that are sincere, those that are authentic, those that are servants of Hashem, against those forces of human strength, human power, of detachment from Hashem. And 
the end we drove out the few, the sincere went out and, and endure and stay. That's the Muhammad that we celebrate that's ever true today as then. But that's what we thank Hashem and Dabi. What's the Menaira? So confusing. It's one of the most confusing Chagim. We light a Menaira. The Menaira is a very nice nace. Do you think the Menaira resonates by anybody here? It burnt. Yay! <laughs> the Muhammad we live today, any person who's trying to hold on to sincere Yiddishkeit, the Muhammad is alive. Powerful forces, all different things drawing the attention of a Yid. And the eternity and that which wins out sincerity. The Muhammad lives. Where does the Menaira, where does this come? We don't mention it. It's interesting in Hallow. In, when we say Alanisim, we say Alanisim, we say Vidli Kuner, so don't mention the miracle. And Alanisim is about on the Muhammad. It's on the Muhammad. Bimei Matsyo Banav. We don't mention, where does the Menaira come in? What is that? It was a great miracle, not undermining. It burned eight days, tremendous. I don't want to understand. What's that today? What is it? We don't say, we're not people of the past. We're not historians. My dahava have what was, was. What happened? What's happening? What is that? That the, the Naira is burnt. To the, it's wonderful. I don't even have a base Hamigdash today. What are we telling our kids and what are we telling ourselves? What is the, the, the Nais Menaira? And then you have the Muhammad. And in the thank you and Maidim, we thank for the Muhammad. We don't talk about even the Nais. We say it, Liku Nairus. We don't talk about the Nais. Not even mentioned. We mention the Muhammad. Explains the Maral. I could ask two more questions. It's late. Explains the Maral. That the Iker thank you to Hashem, what's eternal for all of us is the war is the victory of those that are loyalist Hashem. That's what's... The nace of the oil was, says the Maral, that one could have said a war, things happen. Who said it's from God? Things happen. Who said it's miraculous? Things happen. Vietnam, very few people drove, seemed to have driven out a bigger country. There's all, they know the landscape better. Maybe they, um, they're fighting for more... Guerrilla warfare is pretty tough. Says the Maral, the purpose when they, they were fighting for service of Hashem. When they came back after the war and the service in Nase happened, was Hashem's way of wink wink, the whole war was me. He said the purpose of the Nase, the Maral said, is that the war that you can interpret, maybe it's Teva, maybe it's somewhat natural. You can give up Shatu, you can't give up Shatu the Nase. No, it's me. That's the Maral. That's why he says in Maitim, the thank you was only for the war. That's what thanking for the war. We don't mention the days. The thank you is the war. The Menaira is, is, wakes us up. The Menaira arouses us and reminds us that the war was Kulay Hashem. That's the Maral. I heard this Maral many times. I'm listening to Reb Berkowitz, and I heard something. I feel ready for Hanukkah. Said Reb Berkowitz today, happened today in Yerushalayim, the Yeshiva in Rebina. Today Reb Berkowitz spoke here, and he said later, said Reb Berkowitz, that this truth, that the Menorah says that the war was a miracle, when we learn such maral when you're a youngster, so there was a war that's very relevant today, and there was a nace to tell me that war was from God. Don't, don't learn it as Teva, it's all Hashem. 
So when you're younger, that's how you understand it. When you're older, there's something pnimius satire, there's something deeper. This is not a cute side point that there was a thing that you could, there was a victory you can interpret natural or supernatural, and a supernatural thing that said the whole thing was supernatural. He said the R, the light of Hanukkah, the essence, the avoid of the day, is to understand that everything's from Hashem. The essence of the day is hallelujah. That's the essence of the day, is to thank Hashem. Hallelujah, thank you Hashem. We say hallelujah, we say alanisim. And the essence of the day is that the miracle reminds us that the, that, that, that which looks natural is supernatural. It's not punk to happen to have been two things on that day. We have to stop being young. There were not two things happened to happen on Hanukkah. One you can interpret two ways, and then Hashem said, wink, wink, it was all a miracle. By when we got back and we saw something, you can't interpret two ways. That's the essence of the day. The power of Hanukkah is to understand everything's Hashem. Look at our children, Hashem. Look at our wife, Hashem. Look at our bodies, Hashem. Everything's Hashem. See Hashem in all the things around us. Thank Him and see Him and notice Him and appreciate the kindness that surrounds us. Let that which is supernatural, the Ramban says the purpose of a nace. I like zoos a lot. I want to do safari much better. I have a plan one day. I'm going to a safari. I have an aunt who wants to go with me. My <laughs> wife and I have plans. But, but for now, I'm not at a safari, so zoos have to do. Safaris I like. I'm very into organic. So zoos are contrived. I want the real deal. But okay. okay. For now, a zoo has to do. And I once at the zoo, and I see an elephant with its trunk. It's very taken. The elephant, the usage of its trunk. It's very like taking all the different usage that the elephant eats with its trunk, sh- knocks off flies with its trunk. I mean, the multifaceted use of the trunk had me. I started walking out of the zoo, and I noticed this thing. I was like, my hand became amazing to me. My hand, I was like, wow, multifaceted use. I have a football. The amount we could do with the he would have if I threw it. The amount we could do with the hand, amazing. But we get used to things. A nace wakes us up. Digestion, we eat stuff, things digest. The Berkowitz spoke that today people love raw meat. Everybody's cooking or not cooking the meat, I know what they're doing. So he said it's amazing that we have enzymes that digest the meat. Why doesn't it digest our inners, our own body, that it doesn't touch? Amaze me, besorry, excel, cat. From my body, I see Hashem. Naira, the body, the human body. Miracles. Chanukah's a day. It's not a side point. There were two miracles. That's the essence of the day. That there was a miracle that one can interpret. There was a war. People, things happen in war. Underdogs sometimes win. The Mets even win once in a while. And underdog wins sometimes. I promise it happens. That, not so often. It happens. Ah, he's a Mets fan. I always get from both of we met at a Met game. But the underdog wins sometimes. But when we came back and avoided the base Hamigdash that we fought for was supernatural. No way of interpreting the nace of the nair. It said to us this wasn't natural. When we came back for the avoided that we fought for, 
and it's supernaturally set up. <clears throat> wink, wink, the whole thing was supernatural. But that's not just the story of two things that happened. And that's the story of the Avaidis Ayayim. To take that which is, is a nace and to wake up and chat that it's all from Hashem, that it's all from Hashem. And all our victories and all the power of the loyalist Hashem, the gifts that Hashem gives us, the gifts that Hashem gives the loyalist. And, and a human being, the amount of gifts, see Hashem, see Hashem, thank Hashem and know this Hashem and stay loyal to him. That's that's we said two vertum of Hanukkah, seeing Hashem, and the one who's ever seeing Hashem, the loyalist, the Yasim Atzadik on the severe conditions, whose amuna, whose faith, whose loyalty, Biladai, is unchanged, and how that wins out and is much more enduring and more powerful than any other force. It's Pashat. There's no area in learning and business, there's not an area in my life. I wouldn't trust the sincere, authentic person over the genius. There's not a topic. I, my life depended on a piece of advice. If my kid's life, in Torah, in any area, I would ask the sincere person, the loyalist, the one who sees Hashem and is loyal to him. So that's some ideas, some Hanukkah, two Hanukkah ideas that, we can, that I want to share. But I want to share this point. And certainly each of us should study Hanukkah and find shiurim and svarim that with ideas, find ideas that resonate by you. From your own experiences, Hanukkah talks to you and it talks to me. This is something, this is like what we're shooting for in yeshiva and the chaburah that surrounds the yeshiva. This is what we're shooting for. We need this, we need this. It's just so obvious to us all that if the, if the Yiddishkeit is by rote, an old Messiah, if Mitzah Nashim mother, I heard a shear recently from the Varen Feldman, the Neris Thrower He was talking about the antidote to Mitzah Nashim mother, and he was saying, he was reading the Chayadim to do mitzvahs with passion. I want to say that a mitzvah can be meaningful to us. This is what I want. Every guy comes to Yeshiva. There's different processes to get there. We all have our journey to get there. Torah and mitzvah should be passionate, should be something that, that resonates by us, that we can connect to in a profound way. People today, the world has gone in sugar looking for connections, for bonds. There are whole industries, disgusting industries that are dragging in by the billions, I dare say by the billions of people, because people are craving connection, and there's an ummah that's aware of connection profound connection to Hashem and His Torah that me and you are capable of. We have to know we're capable and then find it, seek it out. Give us our chilek, my chilek, your chilek. I want to say that Klal Yisrael, when we had that one time in our history, the clearest gilui, they didn't say Shema Yisrael Hashem Lekein. It was a wonderful thing to say. They said Zekeli, it's my God. They didn't say Zekeli, it's our God. Zekeli, it's my God. Zekeli. It's my God, it's personal. They could have said, Zeli Kenu, it's our God, it's not what they saw. When they saw Hashem that one time, the most clarity, they said, Zekeli, it's my God. So I say to us, well, let's, let's, let's reenact Zekeli, it's my God. Zekeli, it's my God. I'm Veyu, then you have a passion for mitzvahs, Hidr mitzvah. There's a reason there, Chanukah, which is a Vadachag of seeing Hashem. It's a Zekeli Chag. See Hashem everywhere and everything. See Him. That's the Ur. That's the light of the Yom Tif. See Hashem. 
That's the R of the Yantiv. To see Hashem, find Hashem. Shallowly, we may have thought, like in the middle of the winter, middle of dark, like discover Hashem, the dark, sometimes the light is the easiest to find. In the dark, you can find the light easier. Find Hashem, see Hashem, see, see Hashem. Let's all find Him. Let's connect, let's say, Zekeli. And then Ranveyu, then what emerges is a passionate Yiddishkeit, Hidr Mitzvah, passionate Yiddishkeit. All of us should be Zeichen, every single one of us, to this discovery of Zekeli. My God, not our, my God. All of us and for all our families, for our boys, our girls, our daughters and sons, for all of us, a passionate, a Yiddishkeit that's vibrant, that's meaningful, that's passionate, that's, the, that's, that's con- the word connection, that's the safest force and power from silliness, from things, mirages and fakeness, fakeness of connection, imitation connection is real connection, should be our lot. Thank you so much for coming. Thank you. Thank you.